Hey everyone, this is Associate Athletics Director Jeremiah Wood. March is National Athletic Training Month, and I wanted to take some time to give thanks to our sports medicine staff here at Fresno Pacific. Our sports medicine staff is incredibly important to the safety and well-being of our student-athletes, and in these unprecedented times, that importance has been magnified a tremendous amount. So on behalf of our Sunbird supporters, I'd like to thank Betsy, Devery, Jimmy, Amy, Claudia, Isaiah, Alex, and Trace for their dedication in providing outstanding care for our student-athletes. It's time for the Sunbird Sound Off. Our coaches will fill you in on everything that you need to know about Fresno Pacific Athletics. And Fresno Pacific jumps out in front here early. That ball hit deep into left. That one's going to go. Home run for the Sunbirds. That shot from beyond the arc, and that one's good. The three-pointer for Fresno Pacific. And the Sunbirds are headed to the Pac-West Tournament. This is the Sunbird Sound Off, sponsored by Haydock Real Estate Incorporated in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. Hello and welcome into another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Director of Athletics Communications, Jordan Herod, joined in studio this morning by head baseball coach Oscar Hirschkorn. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you. Coach, it's been a couple of weeks since we got to talk to you, and uh, I want to talk about a couple things in particular. First off, looking at your schedule, you guys have won four of your last six games. I want to talk about last weekend specifically. Saturday, you host Academy of Art for two games. You went 11-3, to 7-1. to one. Uh, The bats kind of come alive for you guys. Uh, seemed like the approach to two-strike hitting was a little bit better for you guys. Uh, I want to talk specifics uh, on individuals here in just a moment, but walk me through the last couple of weeks and, and especially last weekend and, and what you've seen so far from your team that you liked. Well, I mean, you, you hit um, one of the key points. I mean, we were struggling before the last six games or so, but one of the things that was getting us on offense was just poor two-strike hitting, and we were striking out way too much, and I don't think you can win college baseball striking out like that, and so we've worked really, really hard at uh, improving in that area and <clears throat> while it's not perfect we we've made you know big progress with that and it shows you know i mean you never know you you, you fight something off that's close you put it in play it you know it, it, it might just find an, an open area um, it puts pressure on the defense maybe they give you something um, but if you're striking out we'll never know and in this game is uh, in a lot of ways, boils down to on-base percentage. If you're not on base, you can't score runs. Don't score runs. You're not going to win those games. So uh, I am proud of them. They've worked hard, and then we were able to apply it to the game, uh, the games on Saturday specifically. And, uh, yeah, yeah, among other things, the, the, the guys are working hard. And we just have to, one, apply that hard work to competition, and, two, as coaches, we need to make sure we're working on the right things. I want to talk about Garrett Cooper specifically. We talked about him a little bit after the game on Saturday. We talked to Garrett on Saturday as well. Uh, this is a guy that has spent the majority of the season so far in, in the middle infield, whether it be second or short. You slide him to the outfield. He comes up with a hit in every game, uh, and then he makes at least two, maybe even three borderline crazy catches out there in right field. Uh, and then the last game of the series, he's able to, to go complete game on the mound, allows one earned run. 
uh, and really look like, like the Garrett Cooper that we've seen be an all-region utility player before. Tell me about Garrett Cooper specifically and how nice it is to be able to have a guy like that that you can play all over the diamond. Well, Garrett's amazing, and, and his, his value to the team grows exponentially because of um, the, the many different areas he's, he can do, or do well in, in, in this game. And the, that's the thing about Garrett. It's almost, I wonder sometimes if that's when he's at his best, when I'm moving him around a little bit more and he can just stay athletic like that versus um, singling up on one thing. And maybe that's wrong, I don't know, but um, I have noticed when he moves around, he, he does really, really well. And um, he's one of those guys that applied two-strike hitting um, maybe the best, made one of the better adjustments on our team, and offensively it sure showed. And then defensively, as you said, I mean, I was just in a conversation actually talking about Garrett's outfield play, and it's it, it's really hard, or e maybe it's easy to overlook um, defensive play in the outfield, but specifically, you know, Matt Stearns is throwing – and I believe there were runners at second and third, and he and, and, and the ball's hit. Matt beats the kid, but it's hit to right field, and it just seems like it's one of those that falls into an opening, but Garrett comes up with the catch. And at the end of the inning, it's, it's, it's a two-run save. Right? I mean, and, and that's always going to matter. It's always going to matter, and Garrett brings that to us, uh, specifically the outfield, and then to be able to you know, play three games, out of four as a position player and then come and, and, and start game four and and salvage the split for us that that speaks to his toughness his mental toughness yeah the two the two things that stick out to me from Garrett Cooper last weekend the the tailing liner to to right field right near the line yep. and he comes away with the catch like you said and then um, never looks uncomfortable on the mound uh, he, he certainly has been one of several guys that, that can really, really impact the game in a lot of ways for you guys. You guys right back in the mix of things here in the Northern California pod of the PacWest Conference. Uh, you have Holy Names coming up. You're off this week, but you guys back in action April 8th. That'll be here in Fresno, 2 p.m., a doubleheader against Holy Names. Tell me what you're looking for, what you're telling your team going into that series. Well, we have this week off, which in, in some ways is great with because uh, we, we've had injuries and it gives us a little bit more time to uh, recover. So on on the positive side, the break's good. On the on the negative side, what you always worry about as a coach is is that hey, we're getting in the flow of things, and then we we take that break. So you know we'll be competing a lot this week in practice and and trying to simulate you know games. We need to scrimmage. Our pitchers need to see hitters and vice versa. So we'll be doing that on a on a similar schedule to our normal week. Um, the, the, this 2021 normal week anyway. And, um, and yeah, so um, we're looking to build on, continue to build on what we've been working on and improving upon. And um, we're just not going to stop working. And, and we think that this team, always have thought this team has something special in them. And I really like this group. And we're moving in the right direction. And, you know, sometimes you just get a little momentum and that's all it takes. And I, and I think that that's potentially where we're at. Certainly looks like you guys are hitting your stride maybe a little later in the season than you would have hoped to see it, but certainly it, it appears that way as a spectator. Coach, one more, we'll get you out of here. Uh, the Sunbird Spotlight, somebody that's been doing some things at, at an exceptionally high level, somebody that's been helpful for you, uh, whoever that might be, uh, who gets the Sunbird Spotlight from Oscar Hirschkorn this week and why? Wow, you know what? I should have prepared for that one. But, you know, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the guys 
um, on our team that that have um, on-campus jobs on the baseball field because you know the this year you know the, the these these days are long days um, so when we go to the Bay Area we are getting on the bus driving the three three and a half hours whatever that is playing a doubleheader and then driving right back home when we're at home obviously we don't have the bus trip but we have guys who have jobs on campus and and there's about there's four of them that their job is working on the baseball field so they have to get up be at the field they're working then get dressed play a doubleheader and then they're working after the game and I'm just really proud of them so that's Nick Boatman Nick Dodd uh Gino Helmuth and uh Chase Pinero off the top of my head I believe it's just oh and Phil Denish five five uh Phil Denish I don't want to forget Phil and and I really hope I'm not forgetting anybody else I think that's all of them but I'm just really impressed with that you know and a lot of a lot of guys in 2021 would be calling for days off and things like that and and, and being soft about it and those guys those guys are, are working hard with no complaints and I'm proud of them yeah it certainly seems like every time I'm out there whether it's before practice or even when nobody's there certainly I see Boatman and Dodd out there a lot and they, they take a lot of pride yeah, in what they do, they do. Uh, and it on, shows. working on the field absolutely he's Oscar Hirschkorn uh, coach uh, good luck against holy names in a couple of weeks we'll talk to you then thank you Hello, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. Cynthia and I are realtors. If you've ever been on the receiving end of bad communication practices, you know how frustrating that can be. We believe in clear and consistent communication, which is why effective communication is one of our core values. Communication is a two-way process, so we listen to our clients and we take the time to effectively communicate to them what they need to know. We don't leave people wondering, because in the absence of effective communication, people assume the worst. We look forward to communicating with you. You can call us at 559-392-5283. Team Haydock, where you'll experience real estate for real people. Assistant Director of Athletics Communications, Christian Bond, sitting down with head track and field coach, Ray Winter. Coach, how are you? How have you been? Doing well, man. I'm excited. We're in the middle of season, and we're, we're rolling been a couple of weeks since we've had a chance to talk to you but uh since that time kyla richardson made some headlines by setting a a new fpu record talk about her performance from from that that event yeah that was so exciting uh it's actually her her 100 meter opener for the year just kind of easing in with some 200s and some relays and so gave her a chance to to get a mark down and and actually it was fastest 100 meters ever run by a female at fpu so that was very exciting and she's Still coming on, of course. It's early still for us and, and early for her. And so excited to see what happens in April and May uh, based on where we're at now. Another person who had a, a spectacular performance from that meet was Toby Bartlett. His lifetime best uh, came in the pole vault. Talk about you know his performance. Yeah, the cool thing about what's going on with Toby is we feel like we feel like he's a he's a 16 footer right now. Um, you know, he, he matched his lifetime best at, with a 14.7. Or, and change and and he's been dealing with some hamstring stuff so he's he's taking short approaches right now and he's able to perform but we're still staying conservative so we know there's uh some big stuff coming and we're really excited about that both bartlett and richardson were named pack west uh athletes of the week for for their uh their efforts any other kind of kind of standout performances from the state center invitational that you hosted a couple weeks ago 
Yeah, it, it was really cool to ho to host, right? And and to have some uh, some friends, as it were, uh, come over and, and be there. Uh, an old conference uh, rival and friend, Westmont, came to town too, and that that was great. We had a pretty strong distance and track track meet, not so much in the fields, just the way that the, everything lined up. But had a great performance again from Brian Benuelos, and and he ran a great 1500. And uh, kind of put himself into the record books there too, uh, with a big lifetime PR. So that that was something that kind of stood out. And he's he's just feeling his way through. And he ran a, a lifetime best in the 1500 and the 800 that day. So uh, good good things to come as well. You mentioned Westmont. That's where you were last weekend. Talk about some of the standouts. We 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 saw great performances from uh, women's sprinters as well as Isaac Davis with a new lifetime best and a couple other field athletes on the men's side. Talk about you know. The results from that weekend yeah I, I, I'd say ladies first we've got um, we, we've got this tremendous one two four eight crew right now and they're you know we've we've, we've been there and, and we just kind of reloaded again this year and we're off to a very solid start for sure I'd say Chloe Sharp is having a great year where she's chipping 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 away just a, a tenth or so away from her lifetime PR in the 400 just racing really heavy right now and doubling and tripling at meets and and so forth um, Kyla Richardson continues to run strong. Run strongly. She won the hundred meters at that invite, so it was really great down at the Westmont Classic. Uh, and then Michaela Smith, she she ran her first eight hundred of the year and uh, ran two thirteen two. Puts her ninth right now on the descending order list. Good solid time. It's third all time for FPU actually, so we're we're, we're thrilled and we know there's a ton more there. Um, and, and so that was kind of a breakout debut performance for her. And uh, relays continue to run well. Uh, and some other ladies that are coming off of injuries, uh, Zara Anthony's charging. She's coming back, and, and so that's fun. And, uh, and yeah, on the, on the guy's side, I uh, have to highlight Brett Lombardi and, and Bjorn Adden. And they were down there a couple of days before us doing the multi-event, doing the decathlon. And they had tough conditions, actually. They had a lot of wind. So that, that's tough on some field events and definitely on almost all of the running events. They were, they were running and jumping into the, into the wind. So they didn't have the marks that they are capable of right now, but in spite of that, they both hit a provisional standard for nationals, third and fifth all-time for FPU in the deck, um, and I think it just made them more hungry. So I, I'm, I'm good with it. You know, they're, they're just like kind of like, man, we, we want more. So we're going to get another shot in a couple weeks for those two guys, but they're studs, and uh, they, they got to kind of break the ice and have their first decathlon. Brett Lombardi named the PacWest Field Athlete of the Week again. Another honor for your program. Talk about kind of what that means to almost continue to get recognition from from the conference for for what your team is accomplishing. Yeah, that that's always special because we see what's happening around uh, the West Coast right now and the other very talented teams in our conference. The Pac West is stronger every year, and so anytime an individual gets an accolade, it, it's remarkable and it's a humbling thing. Uh, our our fellow Pac West competitors are doing great stuff too, and. Uh, we really are becoming um, just the the place where some great marks are happening out west. And so for Brett, he's a talented guy. Obviously, a decathlete does a lot of things, but he does a lot of things really well, and he's a very deserving candidate and, and recipient for that. Coach, I'll ask you for your Sunbird spotlight, and then I'll, I'll let you get out of here. Who's someone in your world that has been doing something incredibly well that you'd like to highlight and, and give some credit to? Yeah, uh, you know, for me, it's it's super fun to, you know, hang out with you guys and, and talk shop and all these highlights, you know, and I get to get to do that. And I, I sometimes I'm the one that gets the phone calls or the emails from alumni and, and, and so forth. And 
get to tout the team and and uh, I would be amiss not to just highlight my staff um, in particularly in track and field where some disciplines I'm just a cheerleader I'm just you know a guy will hand out per diem and give them an attaboy you know and then my assistants are doing everything in some of these disciplines really um, so it's uh, I, I just have to give a shout out to uh, if I could name them really quick but Robert Foster as my head assistant and uh, AJ Blackburn's running the pole vault crew, uh, Sienna Drodos and JT Teeson with the jumpers, uh, and Ray Hansen and Tim Holmes with the throwers. So they're they're all crushing it. They're all really owning it, and we're all trying to elevate together. Coach, I want to thank you for stopping by, and we'll be cheering for you and your team when you uh, when you hit the track next. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, this is Eric Bentley, voice of the Sunbirds. Primetime Events brings the comfort of home toileting to any special event. Let Primetime Events take care of those important bathroom details so you can enjoy your event knowing that your guests are well taken care of. Their trailers are fully equipped with on-demand hot water, eight full sink vanities with mirrors and interior cam lighting. Add this to your next event to enforce the importance of hand washing. For more information on Primetime Events and their services, email info at primetimeeventsllc.com or call them at 559-495-5555. Once again, that phone number, 559-495-5555. Sitting down with head swim coach Adrian Alexandrovich. Coach, welcome back to the show. Jordan, thanks for having me. Coach, I want to start off by talking about uh, Iskander Baslikov. You and him go down to Birmingham, Alabama for the NCAA National Championships. Uh, he swims his best race of the year in the Hunter back. He comes up t- in 10th place at Nationals. Tell me about the experience and tell me what you saw from Iskander last week. Yeah, um, you know, very interesting trip. Uh, obviously, as you mentioned, Birmingham, Alabama, NCAAs. Um, you know, I would not be lying if I said that, you know, we barely made it, but we did. Uh, obviously, this season was, was shorter. Uh, we didn't have many opportunities for our athletes to, um, you know, get on the block and, and, and do their best. Uh, obviously, we've been in training since pretty much September. Uh, some people were back home. Some people were, were somewhere else. You know, we didn't really have the full team this year here, but uh, we did make it. So that's, that's I think, the most important part. Uh, you know, Iskander obviously um, get his qualification on, on one of the um, dual meets, which is very rare. But again, he's very experienced. He is, um, you know, in that zone of like, hey, I know what I need to do and, and I'm just going to do it kind of thing. So um, that's definitely uh, what helped him to get to the Nationals. And then obviously uh, we went to Nationals. Uh, again, very interesting place to be. And then and, and we had some, you know, tornadoes, weather warnings and stuff like that. But that didn't stop us from, from obviously performing, which I think um, taking under consideration our short season and how we practice and, and, and all the things that we could and could not do. Um, you know, Iskander did fairly well, so so we're happy that you know he ended up uh, being tenth in the nation on a hundred back, uh, season best forty seven five. Um, it was a pretty good meet. It was a pretty good meet. Fast forward, you guys, kind of a weird year. The PCSE Championships are going to be held uh, here in about three weeks in Irvine, California. They'll be hosted by Biola University. But tell me what you're telling your team as you guys kind of kind of have the home stretch here and, and look forward to the PCSE Championships. Right, and then very good point, Jordan. Um, you know, it's it's rather unusual to have a conference meet right after a national meet. Um, but and again, this year it's a little bit different. Uh, we are looking into bringing the whole current team, obviously, there to to Irvine and and swim with them. Um, 
you know, one of the biggest things that we have to ask ourselves and, and, and answer those questions to ourselves as a coach is like, hey, how are you um, pushing or, 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 you know, encouraging your swimmers to go and perform well on the conference meet that is right after a national meet? And and truly, you know, it's 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 been a question in our minds, but uh, we are just looking forward to have that opportunity to go and race. And not everyone had that opportunity this year. Uh, obviously, many people from many places, not only in the United States, but around the world, uh, they had some limited options and limited um, accessibility to to the pools and, and racing. So we're just blessed and happy that we are able to bring our team uh, to Woolet Aquatics in Irvine and, and be able to compete uh, in whatever championship meet um you know this is gonna be and obviously uh we're hoping to perform well we're hoping to perform well Well, you guys certainly performed well last year 24 events 18 first place finishes for the sunbirds you can follow all of the pcsc championship news and updates at fpuathletics.com coach one more question we'll get you out of here uh the sunbird spotlight somebody that's been very helpful been doing things at an exceptionally high level for you who gets the spotlight for you this week and why uh very good question jordan and you know the things uh that are being done and, and, and made behind the scenes that not everyone who is not in athletics knows, uh, you know, are the things that are performed by our sports medicine staff and, and the things that they're doing to make sure that our athletes are um, ready to roll, you know, game days and stuff like that. Like they're just spending hours and hours of hard work and dedication into their careers and obviously to help our student athletes to perform well. So I would love to give them a shout out this, this month, especially since it is their month um of of sports medicine um recognition i guess would be the word so to our sports medicine staff thank you we appreciate you we are very happy to have you here and then you know the help that you guys are providing for our sports is just immaculate i'm very grateful for betsy myers and her staff coach thanks for joining us on the show this afternoon we wish you luck as you approach the pcse championships we'll talk to you in a couple weeks appreciate that jordan thank you Hello, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. I'm Joe Haydock, realtor, license number 02013076. Cynthia and I have been married since 1981, and we work together as a real estate team. Like the Fresno Pacific Sunbirds, we share a common mission and vision, but we also each have our own position to play. We play offense, looking for ways to help our clients score for their real estate objectives. And we play defense, giving our clients the right guidance to protect them during each transaction. Want to see our team in action? Call us at 559-392-5283. The Haydock Team, real estate for real people. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Sunbird Sound Off. want to remind everyone that you can find news from the department by visiting fpuathletics.com. We'd also like to invite you to follow along on our social media platforms. On Facebook, we can be found by searching Sunbird Athletics. We can be found on Twitter and Instagram at FPU Sunbirds. want to give a special thank you to music coordinator Isaac Davis. He produces every song you hear on the Sunbird Sound Off. Also want to give one last thank you to our title sponsor, Haydock Real Estate Incorporated. We'll be back next Wednesday for another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Until then, stay safe and have a good one.